Advocates for seasonal workers want to see the horticultural and viticultural industries held to account for any mistreatment of workers. The government has increased the quota of workers allowed under the RSE scheme by 3,000 from next month. In July this year, an investigation by the Equal Employment Opportunity Commissioner found RSE workers were exploited, bonded to unreasonable debts, living in slum-like conditions and denied religious and cultural freedoms. It also found fundamental human rights were being breached and some of what she found warrants criminal investigation. Commissioner Zonua Mali'i Karanina Sumio joins us now. Tēnā Commissioner. Now, is the government jumping the gun here before increasing the cap? Does that REC review need to happen? Tēnā uh, um, Well, I, I was a little uh, surprised at how soon a decision was made. Um, the government did say they're going to look at uh, at the issues that were raised, um, and I think you know, as as a response to the uh, to the inquiries that we made, you know, we had members of the public coming out expressing outrage at uh, at what they've heard about how these people, how these workers on the Pacific are being treated. So I had anticipated that it would be some time to respond there and rebuild the public trust in the scheme prior to lifting the numbers. Um, so, yes, I was a little surprised uh, at how soon that decision was made, Mani. The minister yesterday speaking at the podium, defending it in a sense, saying, you know, we are putting in, in requirements such as sick leave uh, and an 0800 number in the meantime. Is that at all near enough to deal with the issues that you identified in your investigation? Um, I, I think it's a start. It's it's great that sick leave uh, is is going to be uh, granted. Um, of course, that doesn't um, doesn't say whether or not that the workers will be able to access healthcare. Uh, so having sick leave is one thing, but they've been able to afford to see a doctor, especially when you're in rural areas. There's not a lot of GPs around, so they need to be guaranteed access and into guaranteed quality healthcare as well as just having uh, the sick leave. But you know, one of the positive things about the sick leave money is that it will incentivize employees to ensure things like health and safety. For example, one of the one of the things that I heard from the workers is that while they're out uh, doing the work, you know, the, the chemical spraying was occurring and um, they had trouble communicating with the person who was chem- you know, doing the spraying to please stop because you'll make us sick. So Hopefully, this will incentivize um, our farm owners, our operators, to ensure those health and safety standards are adhered to, um, because that means less less people being sick and be more productive. So it's a step forward, money. But I think if you want to judge whether this is enough, we need to ask specific workers themselves about whether this this goes far enough. It's a step, but we need to go. You know, uh, we need to do a whole lot more. One of the positive things I've I've heard from the media releases, money. I mean, I, I heard this at the same time as the rest of the public heard about it. Um, was this consideration about having the independent pastoral care support? Um, I think that's a positive step because one of the problems that that uh, I heard from our workers that the, the pastoral care was actually being funded by the employers themselves. So when there's an issue with the employers, the workers didn't feel that they could trust that worker. So this is a positive sign. We have to see that it works, um, obviously. So uh, some positive steps forward, but it's it's uh, far short of what we expect. And really, we want the review to happen so that we do know exactly what is that's needed. And we want it to happen this side of the year and not next year because there are people working there now that they're, you know they have been paid deductions that are unreasonable now you know we need to address the issue now to restore that public trust in the scheme 
but also with the, the, the trust from Pacific nations themselves that their people are being treated, uh, you know, the way that we would treat our own people with decency and the human rights respected. Mm-hmm. Commissioner, would you go as far to say that this is a case, like you say, you were surprised and although you did this investigation, you found out with the rest of us yesterday, mm. but do you think that this is potentially a case of government prioritising the $10 billion horticultural industry over the rights of RSC workers, both existing and incoming? Uh- it's, it can be perceived that way, Marnie. Um, as I said, you know, public trust has been broken and um, we need to work on earning that back so that people can, because we, we as a country benefit from that $10 billion. This is about our economy, but we don't want this just to be about what benefits New Zealand. You know, this is supposed to be a win-win situation arrangement with our Pacific phenomena. So it's really important that we are fair and not just thinking about our interests first. So we need to earn that trust back uh, before we start making all these plans. Because if we're going to bring in 3,000 people, we already know that there are problems with housing. Should we not build the housing before we allow in 3,000 more people? Because what I'm worried, for for example, is that if we bring this 3,000 people in, what will happen to those rents, to those outrageous people, you know, people paying $150, for example, four of them in a room, are they going to lift it to 200 because there's not enough space? So we need to get the infrastructure um, guaranteed, make sure that it's decent and make that promise to our Pacific phenomena that when their people come, we are going to treat them with honour and respect. So until that's guaranteed, we should not be making any, you know, any significant moves like this because we're already struggling trying to house uh, the workers that are coming over now. That is Equal Employment Opportunity Commissioner Sonua Mali'i Karanina Sumyong.